The reading today is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 to 12. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again? Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. That was great. Now, if you've got young children with you, and uh, they can't see the tables here, you might want to just come and sit safely on the front, on the carpet down there, keeping your social distance from others. But It'd be a shame to miss out on this because you really want to see it. And I want to invite Dom. And we, we're having to keep our distance from one another. Maybe, is it possible to have it on the screen? I don't know. So Dom, do you want to move that mic so where they can pick you up? And I thought um, it'd be just good because we won't all know Dom if I asked him just a little bit about himself. So Dom, tell us about you and your family. Uh, hi, I'm Dominic Brown. Um, been at the church about seven years, part of the PCC, started just at the end of last year. Um, I am married to Ellie Brown, who you may already know, and I've got two lovely daughters, Julia and Lydia, who are three and one, respectively. Excellent. And um, Dom, tell us what you do in life when you're not in church. Uh, I work for NatWest, trying to implement climate change regulations and all things climate change at the moment, which is uh, very interesting. And before that, you had a, an interesting job as well, didn't you? I used to be uh, a police officer about six years ago now. I left the police in, in London, so uh, I was there for seven years, which had its challenges as well. I'm sure it did. Now, I don't know Dom very well yet, because uh, I'm recently arrived in the church home. Getting really looking forward to getting to know you better, Dom. So one of the questions I have is, do you have any pets at home? No, only lots of mice. 
only lots of mice. So, Dom, I want you to pick up the tin that's on the table in front of you, and you've probably not ever seen this in your home before. Uh, would you like to read out to everyone what it says on the tin? I'm holding it so people can see. Well, two words that stick out, cottage pie, but then when I read more carefully, it says, Lily's Kitchen, proper food for dogs. So I'm wondering what's about to happen. <laughs> now, Don, you know, police officers are very brave. That is a very brave. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to open our tins. But on the count of three, are you ready? So one, two, three. Now, I probably do need to say, don't try this at home. Yeah, I don't want any letters or emails later. Don't try this at home. Okay. Can you open it? Have you opened yeah. it? I might take the lid completely off so you see it's open. And do you want to, do you want to smell it? Not really. No, I don't either. It's not very good, not is very it? Not very nice. Not very nice. Um, you know, in normal times, I would... Guy, we can probably ask you, <laughs> sacrificial victim, could you just kind of... Wait a minute, stay there. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Try that. Yeah. Like that? Mm. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, now here's, here's the Easter challenge. Have you got your spoon? Reluctantly. <laughs> On the count of three? Do you want to go first or shall I go first? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. You're not really, are no, you really? No. Come on then. <laughs> One, two, three. M must I? You. you don't have to. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather I'm not. paid to, you're not. I'd rather not. Okay. You're going to count me in? One, two, three. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a bit like getting into a swimming pool, isn't it? Okay. It, it, you'd do all things for the gospel. One for luck. <laughs> and now, because the proof of a pudding is in the eating, as it were. Okay. This is my dog's lucky day. Her name is Truffle, and she's never coming to church again, <laughs> however good she is. There we are, Truffle. Yeah. It's all gone now. Okay, she can go home. That's it. Should we give her a clap? Dom, thank you very much indeed. Okay, you can go back to your seats now. And you might say, because I'm sure I would if I was in your shoes, what's that got to do with Easter? And I will tell you, very briefly, in, in the reading you heard that some people discovered an empty tomb, didn't they? And they went back and they told their friends, and their friends who were not there said, we can't believe you. We can't believe that. And a lot of people today, they have serious doubts about the empty tomb and the resurrection of Jesus. And the question is, who are you going to believe 
Those who saw it who were there, or those who weren't there and choose not to believe. And I think that some of you, if you went home and you contact your friends and you'll say, you never believe what I saw today in church, I saw the vicar eat dog food, they'll say, no, no. And you say, well, you weren't there, I was, I saw it. Now I've asked a member of the congregation if they would like to come up and just tell us what the resurrection means to them from day to day, because it's such an important event for all ages, for young and old, and I love hearing people talk about it. So, Donald, over to you. Uh, good morning. Well, my name is Donald Lilly, and I'm a member of the congregation. Most of you probably know me not as Donald, but actually as Constance's father, uh, because she's vastly more popular than I am. Uh, and uh, yesterday, as, as Rupert said, um, he asked me to speak about why Easter is important to me, and um, because I'm a lawyer, I can't help giving probably what's going to be an unhelpful answer, but here it goes. Uh, for me, Easter is simply the defining moment of being Christian. You see, intellectually, I find it very easy to believe that Jesus lived and died about 2,000 years ago. I find it very easy to believe that he was a great teacher and he uh, created a seismic shift in society in Judea and ultimately the Roman Empire. But that's just all Roman history. That's like learning about the Battle of Actium or reading Justinian's Digest. What delineates or differentiates between being a Christian and simply reading Roman history is the Easter story. Because that's the story where every Christian who believes in the Easter story has to come to terms with the fact that Jesus died for us, was raised from the dead, and that fundamentally we have to believe he is the son of God. So whenever I'm asked why do I believe in the resurrection, I effectively give two answers. The first answer is the loyally one which is, you can look at the evidence. And I've always been taught, in a secular way, that the evidence to support the resurrection is actually quite concrete. When you look at the historical fact of the resurrection, there are a lot more contemporaneous documents and accounts than for many of the historical events that we just take as writ as happening. But that is, again, to harken back to justice, is just weighing the evidence and the balance of probabilities. It's simply saying, well, it's more likely than not that it happened because we have these people who tell us relatively contemporaneously that it did happen. The, the other answer I give, which I've come to truly believe is the, is, is the answer for me that is the most powerful, is effectively my personal testimony, my personal witness. My life is better with Jesus in it. And Whenever I've needed support, Jesus is there. And that fundamentally means Jesus must be alive. And so for me, that has always been the evidence that the resurrection happened. And that is why I, I believe 